0: 89.9, it is 5.10 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. It's time now for Popit Popit Parliament, where we bring you updates from the Dewan Rakyat. Let's kick things off with a question from Lumut MP, Commander Nordin Ahmad Ismail, who asked the Ministry of Defence to state the measures being taken to address the issue of the littoral Combat Ship Project or the LCS Project for the Royal Malaysian Navy.
1: So, Defence Minister Datuk Sri Utama Mohamad Hassan, or Tok Mat, prefaced his answer by requesting for permission to give a lengthy reply as several other MPs had similar questions on the matter. And he said that the Ministry is giving their full attention towards moving forward with the project and that they will ensure that Malaysia's defence continues to improve and be empowered. He said that the Defence Ministry had tabled reports on the LCS acquisitions to Cabinet on four separate occasions uh, November twentieth, May 5th, 2021 March 4th, 2022
0: and April 20th 2022. So he added that the current cabinet has agreed for the government to proceed with the LCS project to help strengthen the country's defense especially our naval assets. He also spoke about how the ministry along with Malaysia's armed forces are taking another look at the acquisition plan along with the finance ministry and that different departments are working together to figure out the best way to move forward with the LCS project.
2: Selain itu, Kementerian Pertahanan bersama dengan Angkatan Tentera Malaysia ATM Khususnya tentera laut diraja Malaysia, lembaga tabung akan Tentera ataupun LTAT dan khususnya pihak BOSTIP telah melihat semula perancangan perolehan LCS ini bersama dengan Kementerian Keuangan, Datuk ya, unit perancangan ekonomi Jabatan Perdana Menteri dan juga Jabatan Perguam Negara bagi mencari jalan penyelesaian terbaik untuk meneruskan projek ini. Maklumlah Dato' Pertua, projek ini telah terbengkalai Ataupun terhenti, dia bukan terpegal, dihentikan pada awal tahun 20, uh, pada tahun 2018 tu betul. Terhenti lama dan sekarang kita nak meneruskan banyaklah masalah-masalah operasi. Terutamanya masalah saman menyaman antara satu sama lain dan baga-bagainya. Tetapi Alhamdulillah perkara ini telah pun dapat diselesaikan. Cuma ada satu lagi lah iaitu untuk kita menandatangani apa yang dipanggil sebagai International Settlement Agreement dengan satu pihak yang uh, yang, yang penting untuk putus insyaAllah akan kita lakukan
1: Thaumat also said that the Ministry is in the final phases of concluding the proposal to continue this project through the preparation of Cabinet Minister's Memorandum, which will be tabled soon, and that the Public Accounts Committee had proposed seven recommendations in its previous report on the LCS project. Six of those recommendations were actions needed to be taken by the Defence Ministry, while another recommendation was for the Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission or MACC to carry out.
2: Daripada yang perlu diurus oleh Kementerian Pertahanan empat sur telah kami ataupun Kementerian Pertahanan telah ambil tindakan telah selesaikan tinggal lagi dua tuan itu laporan berkala kepada uh, jawatan kuasa kira-kira wang kira negara dan laporan berkala juga kepada jawatan, khas, jawatan kuasa khas parlimen disebabkan oleh jawatan kuasa kira-kira keuangan negara belum dilantik ataupun sedang dilantik dan jawatuan kuasa khas parlimen pun akan dilantik tak lama lagi, dan tidak ada semasa 2-3 bulan yang lalu, maka kita tidak buat laporan berkala kepada PAC dan juga kepada jawatuan kuasa khas parlimen. InsyaAllah, Dato' Pertua, apabila kedua-dua jawatuan kuasa ini telah ditubuhkan, laporan-laporan berkala mengenai status report ataupun status terkini projek LCS ni akan kami that
1: was Defence Minister Mohamad Hassan. Let us know, what did you think about how the government plans to move forward with the LCS project? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp
0: 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Next up, The Brau MP Jimmy Pois, asked the Ministry of International Trade and Industry to talk about policies to encourage the use of EVs or electric vehicles and on setting up more charging points for EVs nationwide. So Deputy International Trade and Industry Minister Liu Qin Tong responded to
1: this. He started by saying that the ministry is responsible for transforming the automate automotive industry from the production of internal combustion engine type vehicles to electric vehicles. He said that this was in line with the National Automotive Policy 2020. He also added that after a cabinet decision was made on the 17th of February this year, the National EV Task Force will be responsible for evaluating the current policies and to monitor the launch of programs and initiatives involving the development of the industry in Malaysia
0: now he also went into detail about the initiatives to encourage the use of evs and increasing charging stations in malaysia saying that proposals uh, to up the number of hybrid cars and evs as government in government vehicle fleets are currently being scrutinized
3: dalam menggalakkan penggunaan kenderaan elektrik serta penambahan charging point Untuk EV di seluruh Malaysia, beberapa keputusan dasar telah ditetapkan atau dilaksanakan seperti berikut. Pertama, kerajaan telah menawarkan inisiatif cukai seperti mana diumumkan di bawah Belanjawan 2022 iaitu meliputi pengecualian sepenuhnya duti import, duti excise, dan duti jalan EV dan cukai jalan iwi yang dipasang secara tempatan atau diimport secara CBU. Serta pengecualian sepenuhnya cukai, jalan, cukai jualan bagi iwi yang dipasang secara tempatan dan pelepasan cukai pendapatan individu untuk langgaran langgangan uh, kemudahan atau pemasangan sistem pengecas iwi insentif tambahan Juga telah dicadangkan untuk belanjawan 2023 Cadangan mempertingkatkan jumlah kenderaan elektrik termasuk hybrid Sebagai kenderaan kera- kerajaan ataupun jabatan rasmi jawatan Sedang diperhalusi oleh Kementerian Kewangan Selain itu, kenderaan pengangkutan awam darat juga akan terus digalakkan untuk Penukaran kepada kendaraan yang menggunakan elektrik Malaysia Green Technology dan Climate Change Corporation MGTC Sedang membangunkan satu kerangka strategi Untuk pembangunan dan perancangan infrastruktur pengecas EV Secara menyeru di Malaysia bagi mencapai sasaran Untuk pengecas EV menjelang tahun yang akan datang Dan kerangka strategi ini akan diperhalusi oleh Pasukan Task Force EV Standard-standard berkaitan industri EV Seperti sistem pengecasan Aktiviti pelupusan bateri <coughs> Bateri swapping Wireless charging dan lain-lain Sedang dibangunkan oleh MARI Atau Malaysia Automotive Robotik Dan IOT Institute Dan Jabatan Standard Malaysia Bagi memastikan teknologi EV Yang diguna, pakai dan dibangunkan Dalam negara ini adalah Lebih seragam selamat dan berkualiti pelaksanaan inisiatif-inisiatif ini dan yang akan yang akan datang dijangka dapat meningkatkan penggunaan dan permintaan EV serta menarik pelabur untuk menambah charging point untuk EV di seluruh Malaysia bagi merealisasikan sasaran Malaysia untuk mencapai status negara neutral carbon menjelang tahun 2050 seperti digariskan dalam Rancangan Malaysia ke-12. Terima kasih.
0: That was Deputy International Trade and Industry Minister Liu Chintong talking about initiatives to increase the usage of EVs in Malaysia. And, you know, of course, we can't talk about electric vehicles without opening up the question of whether you would make the switch to EVs, whether you already have, and if not, what would be the uh, tipping point, something that would convince you to actually make that switch. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. And and tweet us at BFM Radio.
1: Moving on, ROMP Datuk Sri Dr. Shahidan Kasim addressed his question to the Ministry of Communications and Digital, and he wanted to know whether the Ministry plans to review acts related to the freedom of the media to deal with issues of unethical and quote-unquote
0: unprincipled journalists who make confusing media statements. Now, in his response, Minister of Communications and Digital, Fami Fazil, said that this uh, the government takes unethical reporting by the media very seriously. This includes putting misleading titles on articles that don't reflect the content. He added that journalists need to adhere to the principles and ethics of journalism when it comes to reporting news in line with the law.
4: Manakala bagi menangani berita ataupun pemberita yang tidak beretika dan jujur dalam menerbitkan laporan media seperti meletakkan tajuk artikel yang bercanggah dengan kandungannya, kerajaan setiasa memandang serious isu etika kewartawanan wartawan seharusnya berpegang teguh kepada prinsip dan etika kewartawanan dengan hanya melaporkan berita yang tepat dan sahih selaras peruntukan undang-undang. Sebarang siaran maklumat yang tidak benar perlulah dibetulkan segera dengan pemakluman kesilapan dengan izin errata yang uh, diterbitkan. Selain itu, uh, ingin saya maklumkan diwan yang mulia ini, memang Kementerian Komunikasi dan Digital berhasrat untuk meneliti, mengkaji semula serta meminda Akta 588 Tetapi pindahan ini bukanlah bertujuan untuk menyengket kebebasan bersuara ataupun kebebasan media, tetapi lebih bagi memantapkan lagi rangka kerja kawal selia atau dengan izin regul- regulatory framework, terutama berkait isu keselamatan dan kebolehpercayaan rangkaian dengan izin network security and reliability. Terima kasih.
1: In his follow-up question, Shaidan asked if the government had any plans to ban media outlets from publishing stories based on sources this was what the minister said in response
4: berkenaan dengan sumber ya saya pun setuju dengan yang bormat mungkin uh, perlu ada titik keseimbangan uh, antara sumber yang dikatakan uh, benar ataupun tak benar uh, kita juga ambil maklum bahawa di kalangan wartawan uh, mereka ada hak untuk uh, memastikan keselamatan identiti sumber mereka uh, tapi Ia perlu diseimbangkan uh, dengan isu fitnah. Saya bagi contoh, baru-baru ni ada uh, sebuah syarikat uh, Awesome TV ya, yang uh, telah mendebitkan satu uh, laporan berita fitnah yang mengatakan berdasarkan sumber ataupun pencadangan pencad- bahawa kerajaan berhasrat untuk membuang lebih 800 ribu uh, pegawai penjawat awam. Ini adalah fitnah yang, yang sangat jelas. Tidak perlu kita sebut. Ya. Tapi kalau uh, untuk makluman uh, Datuk Yang di-Pertua syarikat Awesome TV ni telah sebanyak enam kali melakukan pelanggaran uh, Lima kali sebelum sebelum ini ya jadi dan kali yang yang terakhir ni kali keenam jadi pada jam 12:30 hari ini pihak Suruhanjaya Komunikasi dan Multimedia akan bertemu dengan pihak Awesome TV uh, untuk uh, membincangkan uh, kerana uh, pelanggaran-pelanggaran ini berlaku uh, Huaima di petakbiran sebelum ini sekalipun. Jadi kita perlu ada kesimbangan dan mungkin ini bersifat perbincangan di antara uh, pengamal media dan juga pihak berkuasa untuk cari titik temu bagi isu tersebut. Terima kasih.
1: That was Minister of Communications and Digital, Fahmi Fazil, who defended the media's right to report stories based on sources and to protect their sources'
0: identities. And that's it for today's session. Just to recap what we discussed, um, We started off by discussing how the government plans to move forward with the Littoral Combat Ship Project, Uh, also the government's initiatives to encourage the use of EVs, and finally, how the Communications and Digital Ministry plans to deal with unethical journalistic practices, Uh, balancing that out, however, with, of course, the media's right to protect their sources. Uh, Let us know if you've got any thoughts on that. You can call 7733-2900. You can send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789. 98899 and tweet us at BFM radio.
1: Break from monotony. BFM 89.9.
0: It is 5:37 and you're listening to the evening edition with Lynn and Sharmila. Uh, earlier on Popit Popit Parliament we discussed uh, the return of the literal combat ship project LCS. Uh, we also discussed the government's initiatives to encourage the use of EVs and asked you what Well, firstly, I guess, are you interested in this or have you already made the switch? And if you haven't, what would it take to get you to make the switch and... and switch is quite funny switch is a funny word to use for electric vehicles i just realized (laughs) Um, but anyways let us know if you want to weigh in either on combat ships or on evs you can call double seven double three two nine hundred send a voice note or whatsapp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at pfm radio so we have some messages on this actually Let's start
1: with this on EVs. So Jack says, um, many in cities stay in strata properties or work in workplaces that can't get charging ports arranged. It's hard for them to use EVs.
0: This is something that we recently did a very deep dive onto electric vehicles as a whole um, with, among others, TNB on on the show. And they talked about this to a degree while also acknowledging that it is going to be a tough one, I think, to kind of ensure that, say, if everybody were to make the swap or 50% of a building were to make the swap, how are you going to accommodate that? And I think these are reasonable questions because um, unless we change our charging habits, most of us, I think, would like to just leave the car charging as we work or as we sleep. It's also a
1: It's also a question of the chicken and egg, right? Like which should come first? Do we need more people to take up EVs and then that will naturally lead to more demand and therefore more incentive for spaces to provide charging ports or... um, Is the non-existence of charging ports going to deter people from making the switch? Uh,
0: Meanwhile, on the subject of LCS, Rose says, I lost a ship once. My long-time bathtub buddy eventually got lost at sea. So I guess I can empathise with the Defence Ministry. Having said that, my ship was three inches long, not 560 foot. (laughs) Perhaps it was a much larger sea. Perhaps so. <laughs> Perhaps so. Uh, the LCS story is the, the the story that keeps on giving. I I think that it's it's a very interesting process watching almost from a distance as the government tries to kind of get their in line with Rose' uh, bathtub analogy, get their ducks in order, and just kind kind of try and answer the questions that people have about it. It's one that I'm sure we're all going to continue looking at because so much money, so much money. Um...
1: And as Rome Ro makes the point so well, um, something that's actually pretty large and difficult to misplace. You would have thought, yes.
0: <laughs> um, again, if you want to weigh in on the LCS project uh, and the fact that the government is planning to move ahead with it, as well as what they are also doing to encourage the use of electric vehicles. We're asking you for your thoughts on electric vehicles in particular. I think the question is, what would it take for you to make the switch? Is it something you're interested in? What are the challenges? You can call 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 18 789 and tweet us at BFM Radio.